Hey, Adam. Yo. Do you know that we are audio only today? Ooh, just ear candy galore. No exactly. video. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we've been told by our dear listeners that we look great on the audio podcast. It's really the preferred <laughs> way to ingest the You'll Hear It podcast. That's right. Exclusive. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Two pianists talking about music. Talking about music. We're going old school, Peter. I know. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Just me. I don't have to comb my hair or anything. I can just show up. Uh, and it's actually, maybe we should be video. We got people walking by. That's we got beautiful. the window open. This is great. No, but we thought it'd be fun to reward our loyal. Look, this is this is our origins was yeah. audio only. That's true. So this is exclusive for our audio podcast listeners. How many times can we say audio podcast? Well, we got to make a <laughs> habit of it or else we're going to forget and start yeah. mugging for the camera. So, all right, this is exciting. So what do you want to talk about audio only? Should we just listen to ECM records because we can get away with it? <laughs> right, right. You would think so. Um, oh, is that your ECM records? Like little this is my ECM of, cord, yeah. Uh, uh, navel gazing. That's right. Shoe gazing. Shoe gaze. And then you got to end with like a yeah, vamp. Yeah, exactly. A little Stockholm soul. Exactly. A Stockholm um, soul. No, I thought what would be fun is if we just sort of talked about where we saw the state of jazz. Is, because I am not a fan. No, I am. I a believe fan it's of just jazz. north of Louisiana. Is that correct? Jazz. The state of jazz. The state of jazz. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, no, because we've been doing this. Uh, I don't know if you know about this, Adam. We've been doing an ongoing series called OGs. Why wouldn't I know? I mean, I'm part of the episode. I'm just trying to see if you're yeah. on top of things. No, I'm here. No, we thought that. Um, so we've done this. We've done four or five now. Okay. Um, and we've been reacting to younger musicians, IG artists, although we're very fluid with our interpretation of what's an IG artist. Like we, water over rocks. <laughs> that's right. We definitely had, I think our latest one was Joey Alexander. I'm not even sure if he has an Instagram. We didn't even look at it. But um, it was just artists that have come up during the time, yeah. most of them, maybe not uh, Joey so much, uh, on social media with at least a lot of their fan base. They got famous on social progression media. Progression right. in terms of um, well, producer Caleb is really, Caleb, really taking, care, uh, taking advantage of their not being can video. See, we can see what he cares about. It's video. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's all good. So, but the idea would be, I thought we could just talk a little bit. You know, we're going to continue the series. I think. Well, we definitely are because we have some people on the list. We, we do have some people on the list. Yeah, it's such been as, really interesting. Um, such as I'm going to blank <laughs> now that you mentioned. Well, I, I was going to say Joey Alex, Alexander. Well, Request of folks that I've never oh, heard, like Justin Lee Schultz. We were yeah, talking Justin about Lee, some yeah. other folks like that. It's been a fun discovery for us. It has for me. Been. You a little bit more up on some of these artists than me. Um, but I would I would say that would be maybe where we maybe where we could start with our conversation about the state of jazz because I feel like more than ever like wait is is social media dictating what is right. happening in the state of jazz yeah how much can we I mean how could glean not? from these IG artists so to speak like how much is that representative of the state of jazz it's like. Are these is Domi and JD back and and Lewis Cole and Joey Alexander? Yeah. Are these is this representative of the state of jazz or is it Smalls and Mesros in New York or is it the London 
you know, more underground acid jazz DJ scene, you know, yeah. which a lot of folks have been mentioning in the comments and I'm not up on that. I was a few years ago when I was, well, actually I was over there earlier this year, but I didn't get a chance to go. To Is it Amsterdam spots. that's like popping off with right. a lot of great every time young I go, players? I'm like, Amsterdam. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, so I mean, not that anything, I mean, I think one of the beautiful things about this music is that it has, um, it's spewing forth from many fountains. Gross. I do. (laughs) It is. No, you know what it seems to me, though, honestly? So it seems like there's these two camps, right? So, and they're not even, I'm sure, intentional camps, but you do have the Domi, J.D. Beck, Lewis Cole, Jacob Collier, really, really forward-looking you know, what you were calling video game, gamer music, yeah, you know, chops but like forward. <laughs> chops forward, Jesus Molina, yeah, Jesus. a lot of Nords, lot you of know Nord. what I mean? A lot lot of, of, Nord is cornered that market. That must be a good I know. They must be like just handing out Nords <laughs> <laughs> at, right. at Berkeley. But there seems to be that. But then there also seems to be, and let me know what you think about this, but, you know, the other, the other, what you might say, IG artists that have, it's really more of an organic IG more organic social media way. Yeah. <laughs> this was now that there's no cameras. Peter's back I'm to just relaxed. making I faces. Nice. I know I he's like slouched back. Yeah. Um, no, you know there are there's the whole other like more traditional camp. I'm thinking like Emmett Cohen, right? Who right. that's not like an IG artist, but he certainly has gained more of a name yeah. on social media. But he's definitely playing a more traditional style than like a Domi and JD Beck. He's certainly more rooted in the past. I would say like. You know, Cecile and Sullivan, like right. that whole vibe, they're definitely rooted and they're getting more of, I, I don't think those three people specifically, they're not as getting as much like flashy attention as like Thundercat or JD back and right. but they are getting more attention from traditional media like NPR right. and the late show, you know what I mean? And that kind of stuff, like right. they're getting on sort of what we, the, the places where we discovered new music when we were younger they're sort of dominating the, that sphere with this sort of more traditional style. Yeah. I and mean, it's definitely, it's not traditional in the sense that it's like a trad thing, but it is more rooted in the, yeah. the, the true roots of the music. Um, Ooh, they're more dogmatic. I it is a little, no, 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 more like the, the route that they've gone to learn it is more traditional. They're in New York. You know what I mean? They're like well, but I think apprenticing. The, until yeah. But the actual music too, like even if you don't know about them or what, like if you're just listening to their music and I would say this applies to Joey Alexander too. Agreed. Like it's easier to connect the dots from the lineage of the music of the artists from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, 2000, yeah. like the stuff we talk about. Not that we're here to define what jazz and jazz isn't. No, it's harder I mean, with Lewis Cole. Like you're like, where exactly. is this coming from? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, not that you can't hear influences, yeah. you know, um, from jazz drummers and whatever, but the actual output of the music to somebody that's like, well, I came up, um, you know, listening to 60s miles, but then I got into, you know, Chick Corea, Return to Forever. Like, there's a lot of different places. And then there's some sort of splintering out, but there's always been this kind of, um, I don't know, semblance of connection that I don't want to say with these IG artists is broken, but it's definitely different. You know, so it's a matter of like, which could be a great thing. Like, maybe that sort of goes into another direction and kind of becomes its own thing where the music is presented primarily online in a way that the artist can craft it. And then when they go play it live, you know, what's the first group I was aware of this. And I I mean, maybe I'm just like totally behind the times on this is um, they kind of maybe inspired some of these IG artists was Dirty Loops. Did we talk about them? I think so. Yeah, they were they might be the original IG. Yeah. 
jazzy artist. But again, again, it was like hard to find, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it was maybe. like the it was like YouTube, right? Maybe YouTube. So, yeah. but the thing with them, and this is not to disparage them because I only heard them once that I recall live. But I remember seeing those first videos, and they were really great and tight, and you know, the singer, the keyboardist, super hip arrangements, you know, very fusiony, but really great stuff. The bass player was great. I remember seeing them live at a jazz festival, and this is probably 10 years ago, eight years ago, and live, they were not nearly as good as they were on those videos. Now, maybe I caught them on the wrong night. They weren't bad. I've seen videos, yeah. You know, but they were, it was a noticeable, I was like, wait, is this, how much of this was, not programmed, but just overdubbed and really worked out? And, you know, some bands are, I mean, most bands and in most kind of genres of music they have a lot of trouble achieving live what they can do in the recording studio or in, or in a video, which is fine. But traditionally, jazz has not been that place. The music is more exciting, more interesting, more connected um, when it's consumed and played live. I was I remember being very skeptical of Jacob Collier because he came. He's like I first came to my attention right around the Dirty Loops era, mm. and I remember. And there's no disrespect to Dirty Loops because what they do, which is make those videos, they do it really well. Yeah. And they can't pull it off as cleanly live, nor could anyone. I'm, I'm not sure Jacob Collier can either, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. But I just remember being very skeptical, like, oh, everybody's using computers to move this shit around and yeah. make it perfect. And I don't like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm still skeptical of that. You know, I still, I think this is, if we, if there was a theme to all of the OG rocks to IG uh, episodes we've done, at yeah. least for me, like in my head, it's like, I don't like all these computers moving shit around and making it perfect. You know what I mean? Right, right. I well, like that there's, I like that when I listen to some of my favorite records, I can hear people mess up a little bit. Right, the time shift a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like pull back. They, the they cack a note here and there. Yeah. There's a not, a, you know, <laughs> we were learning Sam Rivers Beatrice. And the first, the very first uh, A section, oh, I forget who's playing piano on that. Um, but they played the they played a a, a major instead of a minor. Hill? It might have been yeah. Jackie Byer. Oh, baby Jackie. Yeah. yeah, but they played a, a major instead of a minor because you that's what you would play yeah, yeah. at the end, right? Was, and then for the rest of the the track, yeah. it's all minor. Right. And I was like, they left that in. Nothing wrong making a mistake as you, long as you fix it. Yeah, you could hear Sam Rivers like kind of not play there because you could because he was yeah. like, oh, okay, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he shot him a dirty look. Who knows? But like, I love that. Yeah. Like, I love those little moments. You know. And yeah, and look, having said that, now that I am thinking some of, I don't know if it made into the video, but when we checked out Jesus Molina, there was a live recording. I think it was like, oh, it was Spain, something at Berkeley, remember? Mm-hmm. That was very like well executed live. So we're, I'm not saying that like, I, and I think we're not saying that it's like they can't play live, you know, because that was really well done. Um, but, you know, how is the music that people really appreciate from some of these artists. How is it presented? And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, look, live music is different now. Like the way that people go to hear music, the possibilities of being, I mean, it's a beautiful thing that you can get your vision of music out into the world in different ways. So it's, we're very early days with all this stuff and it's all going to shake out uh, in some way that I think ultimately will benefit people that want to hear jazz or improvised music, black American music, whatever it ends up kind of being, um, but I mean, I'm very excited and bullish on it. It's just there's definitely it's definitely harder. I'm, it's almost more obscured sort of what the state of jazz is for me now as I explore these other artists. But I'm interested to know where it's going. Me too, man. Well, yeah. thanks for uh, inspiring this audio only episode, Peter. This was That's fun. Right. This is fun. We'll do it again soon. Yeah, maybe in like five minutes. All right. Okay. Till next time. <laughs> You'll hear it. <laughs>